Hello, and welcome to 8 Minutes to Ageless, the podcast committed to teaching you the minimalistic approach to becoming bold and not old. On this 20-minute weekly podcast, you will learn how to care for your body and mind while spending the bare minimum amount of time to be successful. I know that life is full, so full that we tend to put our own needs on the back burner and in some cases are simply too confused to figure out what to do, so we do nothing. This podcast is designed to help you leave regrets behind and start caring for yourself no matter your age, so you can grow older and like it, and I might say even love it. My name is Dr. Kelly Pearson, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a practicing chiropractic physician and author of Eight Minutes to Ageless. Over the past 40 years, my patients have taught me so much about what not to do that I finally just had to get this book written and podcast started. But before we begin, I want to thank all of you who read my book and keep sending me inspiring comments that you're getting your life back. That makes all the difference and makes me smile. Well, hello and welcome to the very first podcast for 8 Minutes to Ageless. Today I want to talk a little bit about myself and and why I have this message, why I wrote my book, and, and to discuss the power of minimalism and what it is I want to accomplish on this podcast. So essentially, when I was a young girl, I knew I wanted to touch people to help them heal, but ultimately I knew that it was probably not going to be in the field of medicine. It felt too much like there wasn't enough touch. And initially, I had no idea about most of the healthcare disciplines. So when I was at UCLA, I decided to check out the physical therapy department at the UCLA hospital, check that out for a little bit. Turns out that this was a hospital really specializing in amputees, so I didn't get a good feel for PT. It just didn't make my heart sing. I did apply for school and got accepted, but ultimately denied, um, denied myself to head up to San Francisco where the college was. At that point, I'm living in Santa Monica, I'm near graduation, and I think, well, maybe massage would be a way to help people with touch, which certainly it would have been, but 40 years ago, massage was nothing like it is today, and maybe a little even bit on the dicey side, and after 100 hours, I completed my certification, and it was good for me because I learned how to touch the body as opposed to maybe slug the body because I was raised as a, as a tomboy, and I would be fairly physical with people, maybe hug them too hard. So massage was great to get me going with gentle touch and with understanding anatomy a little bit more, but it wasn't where I was going to be landing. And then while at UCLA and, and in Santa Monica, there was a, a very notable school on Jin Shin Do, acupressure, actually some of the best teachers in the, in the country. And I matriculated there and found it incredibly fascinating using fingertip pressure over the, the acupuncture points to move chi along the meridians. And I, I still reference this work and refer a lot out to poor ac acupuncture with my patients, but it really didn't fit my, my idea of what I would be doing for the rest of my career. Uh, and, and I love the experience, but I, I moved on. And now I'm checking things off the box. My father wanted me to be going to medical school and was willing to pay for it, but I just felt like that wasn't the path for me. And I had really no other ideas about what to do. Then one day I'm walking down the streets of Santa Monica and oddly enough, a big, tall gentleman who actually was a Sikh, an American Sikh wearing a turban, looks down at me and says, would you like to see where I work? I thought, well, okay. <laughs> and without any 
any questions asked, I just followed him down the street, three or four blocks. We went to his, what turns out to be a clinic. I didn't even see the sign on the front of the building. And there was a gentleman there sitting, waiting for him. And he, he was clearly in a lot of pain, had a hard time getting out of the chair. But my friend walked him down the hall as best he could and sat down with him, asked me to sit in the chair in the corner, observe. And he talked to him and he examined him and he moved him and then ultimately got him on the table and, and gave him a big thrust or crack. And I thought, oh my gosh. And the guy stood up feeling fabulous. I thought, this is it's so interesting. He's straight now. Well, we go down the hall to get his next patient. It's a woman who's holding her head and she clearly had been kind of teary and crying a little bit. And he brings her back in. Again, I follow. He sits me in the corner and he turns the lights down low because she has, turns out she had a migraine. And he then continued to talk softly and feel her, her spine and move her shoulders and her arms and moved her neck and had her lay on the table and told her just to take a breath in and out. And when she exhaled, he gave her a big pop in her neck. And she kind of started to cry, I thought. I thought, oh my goodness, this... This can't be good. But turns out it was quite good because when she got up, she said, oh my God, my headache is gone. I thank you so much. And she hugged him and left. So now I have no idea what to think other than this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This fits my bombastic personality. I get to touch people all day long. I, I get to get them out of pain. And I said, what are you? And he said, I'm a chiropractor. I said, oh my God, I had no idea. That's what chiropractors were and so you can imagine I was a little nervous to go home and tell my father that I decided to go into chiropractic and uh, he wasn't very pleased but because there's a God within a short period of time my dad developed this horrible horrible back pain <laughs> I'm not laughing because he was in pain I was I'm laughing because turns out that his medical physicians couldn't help him and he ended up coming down to the college where some of my my senior interns helped him, and uh, ever since he's been thrilled. And quite honestly, as have I. So my point in, in in sharing these stories is, I've dipped my toes in many different disciplines, and I've really tried to understand what it is that different disciplines do. I worked um, at Group Health Cooperative, uh, which in the day was quite unusual, a chiropractor to work with medical physicians, but I needed to be next to them. I needed to know what they knew. I needed to figure out how I could play a role in collaborating with them. And I worked in, in their venues and was head of the chiropractic department for well over 10 years. And that was really very powerful for me as I'm starting to see what the alternative care disciplines were doing. Now we call them integrative disciplines, um, such as acupuncture and massage. And now I was understanding what the medical physicians did. And quite honestly, for back pain, they hated treating it. And they were always so pleased to send the patient down the hall so I could take care of them. I was starting to see what it took. It took a village many, many times to help people. And so as I, as I started care these, you know, almost four decades ago, my patients were about my age. And what's happened now that I'm in, in this moment, 63, my patients, a lot of them are headed towards Medicare and they've gotten exceedingly stiff and they can't move their bodies like they used to. And they're quite honestly harder to treat. It's harder to get a patient better over 60 when they haven't been caring for their body. And 
it's it's really a good thing to be aging as well because I start to understand what it takes to stay fully flexible and what it takes to stay out of pain. And so I, I knew it was possible for them. I knew it was possible for them, even if though they felt old and stiff and horrible and frustrated and that they were on too many medications and they were offered surgeries that were inappropriate. Not to say surgery is inappropriate, is not, but it is not the best place to begin the process of getting someone out of pain. And so I wrote this book with the intention of telling people, listen, if you just do this minimalistic approach of eight minutes a day, four minutes in the morning, four minutes at night, I will help you address the different tissues in your body that require attention every single day. And we'll talk more about the minimalistic approach as we go on in Jeff Olson's book, The Slight Edge. But just suffice it to say that if you do a little bit of the right thing every day, every day, every day, every day, what happens in a year will be nothing short of magical. If, however, you get overwhelmed and have no idea what to do and you do nothing every day, every day, every day, in a year, your life will be much worse off. And I'm talking about functional mobility. I'm talking about moving away from what we classically know as an old person who is stiff and can't turn and can't bend and can't squat. So in this podcast, my whole intention is really to teach you about the minimalistic approach, how to address the muscles, how to address the dura, how to address the ligaments, how to address the muscles that tend to get weak on our body, how to, how to walk in a way that makes us stronger and more vital. How do we sit in a way that gives us energy? What do we put in our mouth, minimalistic, in terms of supplements? What do we, how do we begin our day with a few minutes of time in the kitchen, but still be maximally moving towards nutrition? How do we do all of these things while working, while caring for children, while caring for parents, while caring for grandchildren, while, while taking care of all the amazing things that our world is pointing to us to do every single day. Um, and I'm not even talking about keeping up with email and social media. So the point of the podcast is to teach you those things bit by bit by bit. Not so much as to overwhelm you, but to give you a couple of ideas. Now, often during the podcast, I will be speaking about a movement and the book, of course, has all the pictures in it, and all, there's also a website affiliated with the book with videos. But I will be making short little videos that we can put in the show notes at the end of at the end of each of these podcasts, so you have a better idea. And in terms of what I want to be sharing, I'm going to be talking about the contents of the book, but I'm also going to be talking about how to read your body, how to know when you have a shoulder problem that you can do something about or a neck problem that you can do something about or what about that horrible pain in your mid-back? What is it? Where's it coming from? And what can you do about that? What about that horrible aching pain when you're sitting in your car in the low back and that sharp pain down the thigh? What is that? What's causing that? Why is that happening? What can you as the owner of this body do to mitigate some of those challenges? And I, I believe that we have made 
medical examinations, orthopedic evaluations mystical, when in actual fact, it's pretty simple to understand how to evaluate your body moment by moment, every day by every day. And when you do these stretches that I talk about, what we call the two-bound stretches, we'll be getting into that over the next few podcasts, you can still self-diagnose, like, oh my gosh, I used to be able to do this motion. What happened? Oh, I fell. Okay, I need to get that fixed. And you start to recognize when things are going south way before it's too late. And I will have to say that my biggest heartbreaker is the dealing with patients who have been living with pain and living with stiffness and living with lack of hope and believing that their doc who said, you're just getting old, believing that they were right. And I'm not pointing fingers at the physicians who are frustrated and trying to deal with the tremendous amount of pressure and all the symptoms our patients today are presenting with. But I am suggesting that if we don't know how to help people stay young, we need to send them places where that can be a part of the focus. Because I don't care how stiff, I don't care how bent over, I don't care how old, I don't care how sad or frustrated or I don't care how little energy you have. What I know is this human body that you've been issued one, <laughs> one of is tremendously brilliant. And even though there will be limitations to full recovery, for sure, depending upon what challenges you've been through, if you've had a replaced hip or if you had a compression fracture in your mid-back or you had cancer surgery where you had some scar tissue put in that, that resulted from the procedure that left you so stiff that you can't bend to the right anymore. Certainly there's going to be limitations. But even amongst those limitations, I promise you this, that there is always hope of one, one sort or the other. And that's the goal of this website. So every week we'll be, we'll be getting together, be spending 15 to 20 minutes going over a couple simple things, again, not to overwhelm you. And I would say for, for your homework this time is if you haven't purchased the book, Eight Minutes to Ageless, get a copy of it. You can get it on, on Amazon. I mentioned the book by Jeff Olson, The Slight Edge. If you are voracious readers and you're really interested in the process that we'll be talking about, how just throwing a little bit of effort towards something produces magnificent outcomes, that's a great and, and um, effective and very short read. So between now and next week, I am really looking forward to you participating with me. And remember, every single day, if you do something useful for your body, you will impact your future notably. So again, thanks for your time and I look forward to next week. In keeping with my minimalistic approach to life, I keep this podcast short and only add the most critical points, not adding fluff. So for today, we're done, but I hope you will do a few minutes of the good stuff we talked about. If you have not picked up the book, you can get it on Amazon. The website, 8minutestoageless.org, will have the show notes and any videos that I mentioned on this podcast. I thank you for spending your precious 20 minutes with me. And as always, you can reach out and contact me via the website. Remember, one day at a time, you are getting bolder and not older. I look forward to seeing you next week. 